Well, well, well. So you've come back to listen to your third to fifth favorite podcast. <laughs> Jonah, what's the name of that podcast? Just Dudes Being Bros. How many dudes are in this room? Two. Are we bros? No. Then why is it named Just Dudes Being Bros? I don't know. I think that's why we've shortened it just using the acronym now. It's like, welcome to the JDBB podcast. And then you say that, and they're like, well, what's JDBB? And then we just never answer that question. Okay, so now is when we think of a new acronym for JDBB. (laughs) Maybe it could be Jonah doing dirt dental. J-D-D-D? <laughs> Jonah <laughs> Bean. It's still right. Jonah does broadcasting bits. There we go. I kept... <laughs> what time is it? It's like 10. It's 10.30, yeah. It's like 10.30 a.m., which on a weekend for me is actually... Still, yeah, I've been up since like 6. But... For some reason, I'm just exhausted. So I'm mentally, <laughs> probably think this is normal, <laughs> but I am, uh, I'm dying out here. I am in dire need of assistance. Dire need. Of assistance. Also, I don't know why this keeps coming to my mind, but I keep saying it to myself in the car, and I look and sound like a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I think it's from. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, <laughs> but I'm not sure. I think it's what Aslan says something about a woman, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think that's it. All I know is just saying the word "woman" like that gives me great joy, and I don't really know what it's from or why I'm doing it, but I keep doing it. And I was getting Papa John's, and I was like, a woman. <laughs> Also, there's a hornet crawling under your desk over there. Can you just slide away for a second and stomp that? I will slide away. Legitimately, I'm not sure how a hornet is uh, in our basement right now while we're recording, but I don't want to die. And, oh, it's taking about five to seven stomps. (laughs) To be fair, there wasn't a lot of pressure involved. Oh, he was being nice. A mercy killing, if you would. Yeah, that's why he got stomped on five times. Yeah. By a woman! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's, uh, that's... It's probably time for some kind of segment, right? Because I... I don't know, I just... I don't know why it's fun. Try it, though. Okay, at least... A woman! No. No. A woman! A woman! No, 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 no. No, it's not right. <laughs> There's a reason I didn't take acting classes. Um, Why? Because you're a woman. That's messed up, Jonah. I was going to say bad actor. <laughs> this is awkward. You, you're bad, bad. Oh. I was just go Anyway. All right. So we're, we're, we're unveiling, if you will, a new segment that Ethan is super excited about. Like, I've, I've never seen him. He is beaming right now. No, he's not. Beaming. Yes. This is Shop Talk. There's probably going to be real sound effects in here, but... I don't know if we need to anymore. We all have to... We're, actually, we're so I do like my drill sounds. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a cow. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our next new segment. Yeah. Sounds. Segment. With Ethan. Remember, we're, we're not. We're we not don't have. We don't need names anymore. <laughs> we're, we don't need. No, no, no. no you don't have to specify see, it's me. They could think no, it's you. I want to specify that no, it's no, you. No, no, I don't want to be involved. It's us. No, we to collectively do sound effects. And then, okay, I'll tell you what. You guys can take this one to the bank. I'm gonna rip paper. All right, you ready? <laughs> 
That wasn't yeah. even close. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, listen back. I, I I didn't rip an actual paper, but and I'm sure you thought that. But uh no. Also me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was actually ripping the paper though. I, I don't have paper because I don't believe in it. I have paper. I think paper's wrong. And if you want to save the turtles, you should get rid of all paper. You're supposed to get rid of plastic to save turtles. No. You get rid of paper to save the whales. No, you get rid of paper to save the trees. Oh. By burning the paper. <laughs> Stop using paper and burn it. Burn the source of the paper. Because mm-hmm. wherever paper comes from, it's causing us to lose our trees. So we have to burn that source to the ground so we can save our trees. Maybe there should be conspiracies with Ethan. <laughs> Remember. Sorry, we're, ca- we're cutting out the names. We don't need our name. I think you guys know who we are. I'm, I'm sorry for constantly I mean, repeating I don't. it. I really don't know who you are. What is this? Les Mis? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> who am I? A woman. <laughs> I'm not really, obviously, but I really enjoy saying that. Oh, You know the best part? We're supposed to be in a segment, oh. and we've just like, completely <laughs> got... <laughs> That's right. This is Shop Talk. All right, Jonah, lay it on them. What is Shop Talk? Why do they care? They... <laughs> well, I'm not assuming that they care, oh, okay. but what it is that we're doing is... It, it seems like every third or fourth episode, we come back and we talk a little bit about what we're doing in our side businesses. So I thought it'd be fun if we actually made an intro for it because you know that's that's what i do i i just i don't do anything more for this podcast besides put in intros and and the editing oh, well yeah anyway and the agenda let's let's move on and the time frames actually maybe this is a good time to announce that uh so we were we said when when we on our first episode back return from hiatus that we were going to go to a bi-weekly schedule and somehow my setting of the agenda has put us into a weekly release schedule and it was just kind of this moment where it's like, you know what? Yeah, I kind of need that second week because we're kind of catching up on, on now that we've got our interview with Jeffrey, which was last week's episode, out of the way. Um, I think it would be good if we went back to a bi-weekly for, for my... Oh, yeah. My schedule. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's rich. That's really good. I, I, I agree with you. Now, here's the thing, Jonah. Oh, Let's not go. leave it up to you. Because you um, know what? It's not about you. Oh. It's about the people wow so that's a bit rich (laughs) oh that's rich (laughs) that's ironic so we're gonna ask the people and what we'll do is when you Mm. post this on spotify yep you'll do a poll because you can do do that and do polls so you can do a poll and you can ask if people would prefer weekly or bi-weekly and no matter what they say We'll do bi-weekly. <laughs> but if we if we give them a poll, they'll feel like they're more a part of yeah. what's happening here. So you're saying that we need to create a lot of like what are those called? Fake accounts to vote? Oh, it's just, like it's yeah, yeah, it's like well, it's like all those YouTube videos mm-hmm. where they're like, just go ahead and uh, comment in in the comment section what you think about this thing. They never go back and look at that. Nope. It's all for algorithm. They all want they want you to comment, like, all those things show engagement. Yeah. Which is good for the video. Yeah. Uh, but it would be interesting to see if people want to hear from us every week. I think it might be too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that, well, there's a couple things I think. One, ignorance is bliss. I believe that. Uh, two, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I would agree with that. And third, absence means more time for me to... Uh to edit, edit, and to breathe, but you're and you're literally going into your easy my, season. My, my easy season. I love how the <laughs> <laughs> I need more time. No, going into look, my off season. Exactly. Well, no, my off season is my rest season. Oh, I, I, I take I take it easy. Oh, that's a good point. You um, do need to take it. No, I, we'll, we'll we'll try. You know, I would love to see what people say. Maybe we should include a third option of just no episodes. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Four options: <laughs> weekly, biweekly, monthly, ooh, yearly, <laughs> quarterly. 
quarterly. This is our once a year podcast episode for six hours. That's what I, I literally was just thinking to be a six hour podcast. <laughs> Where we get all the content out in the first 30 minutes. That means the and last five hours and 30 minutes is full of dead silence. <laughs> But if you listen to the very end, there might just be a prize. There might be an Easter egg, if you will. <laughs> um, still not talking about shop. No, you talked about shop no, a little true. bit. You little were bit. saying how it's going to be your rest season coming up here in the winter. Because so there's gonna, no maybe grass. This, maybe this is a better way to put it. Is we want to see what you guys are thinking as far as would you rather hear it bi-weekly or weekly? And then we'll decide. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll take that into consideration. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's say a highly considerative state of mind oh. that we'll do <laughs> when we read the poll. Yes. Yeah, that made sense. Dead. I did. Yeah. So back to the the other things, and that is lawn care season, as as has been mentioned, um, is winding down for the year. So I'm pretty excited. Um, huh. This this weekend, I probably got t- double the normal amount of sleep, and I feel more tired. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Like, if you if I've you noticed like go, you around the house more. Yeah, it's been kind of yeah. Yeah. A little weird. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> you ever think you're spending too much time with someone when you just always see them? You know what I said about absence you wanna, you makes wanna, the heart grow You want to know the funny part, though, is you haven't been around this weekend. <laughs> so it's Actually, been great. I haven't been around, not even only this weekend, this week. It's true. I was You've in Florida this week. So actually, I've been traveling quite a bit. Really, we swapped. Mm-hmm. I, well, I'm Christmas normally... is your busy season for your main job, isn't it? Uh, yes. Well, I, but yeah, I mean... It's just normal hours, though. Like, it's not okay. the crazy kind of, like... It gets busy, for sure, but uh, it's not like lawn care or something else where you have to do the crazy over hours and everything. Maybe depending on what's going on, but... Yeah, the side business part is the part that makes it, like, a lot more work. But, yeah. Now, I was traveling in, in Florida for an Amazon conference, and then I got back to do the renaissance fair Mm. second week did it last week as well so just two saturdays i don't do the sundays so i worked on a special deal with them because they do two weekends saturday Uh, and sunday yeah but i don't want to do the sundays obviously so i worked on a deal to just do the saturdays so the only Hmm. downside of that is that you put your tent up the night before Mm -hmm. and then you take it down when you're done on saturday yep so you're exhausted after standing all day because I barely got to sit, oh. which is good, but also terrible. So sales were good then? Yeah, actually, I think I sold more total in those two days than I did at three days at Sellersburg Celebrates. Wow. But I did run out of inventory at Sellersburg Celebrates. I was a little bit more prepared here. I, I, I left this Saturday with uh, only one bag of Skittles left. Wow. Um. And some, I had other stuff too, but I made sure to make more because going out of stock is the worst thing that you can do. Yep. Because it just means that you don't have an opportunity to even make money. If you've got stuff left over, there's always an opportunity to still sell something. So, but going out of stock feels great. Like if you sell out of everything, that means like, wow, people really loved it. They bought Mm -hmm. everything. But if you make a ton of stuff and just, just for two days, I mean, it's still... I, I would say it's better to run out of inventory than to have way too much inventory after the event. I mean, it does have a long shelf life, but... Uh, well, yeah, for this specifically, I'd agree with you. Other things, I would say it it really depends. Like, on Amazon, running out of stock is one of the worst possible things. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Because it actually messes with, let's just call it the algorithm mm-hmm. that Amazon uses for search ranking and everything. If you stay out of stock for a certain amount of days, it's really hard to get back yeah. up to the top organically so going out of uh stock is terrible going out of stock at a trade show like this i would agree yeah. it was nice because i had so many canisters that i put all the candy into mm-hmm. that when we were packing it up most of them could be consolidated oh that's awesome because we we sold yeah. a lot of candy so it was it was great but nice. you know the, the downside of working with low 
cost product is you have to sell a ton of it. <laughs> you know, like if I made custom shields, the dude showed us a shield that cost $500. Okay. Shield? Shield. Like, was yeah. it wooden or metal? I have to know for Actually, purposes. It, I don't know what what it was because it was then covered in uh, crafted leather. So I don't know if if it was wood or metal crafted underneath. Leather? Well, I mean, it was like hand-done leather and... I mean, it was nice, okay? $500. Well, the thing is, I have to sell hundreds of units to get to that point. They have to sell one unit. Yeah. So there's there's pros and cons to these type of things. Food is great because it's a consumable, which mm-hmm. means people can keep coming back for more. Yes. You're probably only going to get a customer to buy a shield once. And say, but Maybe he'd be ecstatic twice. to have three sales. Whereas, like, that'd be crippling almost. Or not crippling, but it'd be terrible if you only had three sales. Right. Yeah. So, it's just, all these businesses are all different. But I will say that I saw some people at the Renaissance Fair, and I think I heard one person talking across from me. They didn't make a single sale all day. Really? Well, a lot of their stuff is so niche. Like, it was was wood carvings of, and, and the thing is, too, they already, they carve, like, some creature or some look or something. So if someone's not looking for that specifically in wood and they have an idea where they're going to put it, it's a hard crowd you're trying to market to. Or if you have something that appeals to the masses, like a candy product, something that you can gift, something that you can snack on, something that you can try it before you buy it, which is a really big thing, Mm -hmm. then it becomes easier. And the barrier to entry, again, price-wise, that being said, my prices are too low but i wanted to get my name out there yeah and have people trying everything well that's because you're playing the long game you're not trying yeah so yeah it's but not like a one-time deal exactly but looking at you know when you're looking at a business and you start looking at all of the actual margins like it it's kind of crazy because you don't think about it at first so you know to sell on amazon there's so many different things that go into it there's your cost, then which can include labor and labels and bags and processing and time. Okay, all these things go into that. And then there's shipping, the shipping to get to Amazon, the fulfillment Amazon takes to actually ship your product out, the storage fees that it takes to keep your product sitting at Amazon, the fee it takes to be an Amazon seller in general, the percentage that you're going to spend on advertising because when you started listing mm-hmm. on Amazon, it starts from the bottom. So by the time you're you're done with all of these things, your product that you thought was at like a 50% margin is now at like a 10% margin. Yeah. So now, instead of selling 100 units to get a certain amount, you've got to sell, like, 500. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're yeah. like, uh, and you realize that you have to go through a ton of units. So, yeah. you know, I've just been thinking about these things, and I'm like, man, I I realize now why everyone charges so much for freeze-dried candy. Yep. Because it's not just, hey, I bought it, I made it, here you go, it's cheap. Re- the reality is there's so many little pieces that go into it, and I think all businesses are like that. Yep. But when you have a low-cost product, you really feel it because your margins are always tight and you're yeah. counting on volume. Well, it's like if you look at it from the perspective of like a business owner, if it, it used to be. Now, there are like you know brands that just like really well-known brands that charge whatever price they want because people associate it with quality. But that's the thing where it's like you used to be like you buy a tool, you bought the tool for the brand because that brand, like you know that it's quality. And so, but I think the issue now is like, um, like a, what's what's a good example? I don't know why, but Doritos comes to mind. <laughs> but it's like you think about like a food company like that, like they they charge whatever they want for those chips. And it's like if I want Doritos, I buy Doritos. Why would I buy the the generic version? But really, is it any different the generic version versus the Doritos? So, but yeah, it, make, but, it makes you think about it's like you know the reason people charge the cost. A lot of times it's not because they're trying to to gouge you. It's just it's literally what makes it profitable and worth it for them to do it. Right, and that's for all businesses. Yeah, absolutely cutting lawns it's like yeah you can just hop on a mower and go cut it but you know there's a lot more that goes into that yeah (laughs) the equipment you're paying for the people you're paying for everything that goes into that calculates the cost that you have to charge Mm -hmm. so it's worth your time and you can actually make money so you can keep doing what you're doing yep you know so 
it's hard, but I think once you start, you definitely get it if you own a business. It's still possible to get it without owning a business, yeah. for sure. But uh, I think inflation, too, is really starting to hit with that, where it's like everything's going up. The food is shrink. So there's inflation, then there's what's called shrinkflation. Have you heard of this? Shrinkflation? Yeah, so if you look at it like a bag of chips, like let's say Doritos. Yeah. If you look at a regular size bag of Doritos when it came out versus now, not only is the price higher, mm-hmm. the bag size itself is smaller. Yeah. So like boxes of cookies and everything. And, and it feels like it's the same it's always been, but actually companies have been making their stuff smaller yep. while making their prices higher. Yep. So you have double things working. Yeah. But I mean, once you get to that status, like Doritos can charge what they want, just like Apple can charge what they want yeah. because they've built the brand to that point. Yep. Right. So you have to start somewhere. Like you can get to a point in your lawn business where it's the it's the go to. You've got to have them or you, no one else. Mm-hmm. Well, at that point, you can even charge more because you know it's like it's you. You're yeah. it's for all that quality. It's for what they yeah. get. Well, it's like I mean, because the the thing we were talking about is like so your your prices at in spring versus fall are going to be different, and then it's also okay. So for example, if you're just like cannot keep up with it that busy in the lawn care industry or it's actually with most service industries is your prices go up as soon as you get more busy your prices go up because you're trying to slow down your growth like you don't want new customers you want to take care of what you're going with right now so you increase the price to slow to slow down the demand so i don't know makes sense it's it's an interesting prospect if you will it's like yeah we're talking next year like the to go back to like the pricing for example it's like it's no longer just me hopping on a mower to go mow a lawn. It's okay. I've got a couple guys that work for me. I've got multiple pieces of equipment. We have to have insurance for them when they get on the property. You know, there's liability insurance. There's now vehicle insurance. We're getting to the point where we're hoping to buy a, uh, a new second truck. We're gonna get rid of. We're gonna get rid of. Uh, oh, that beautiful second that, truck. The that beautiful you... 1990 oh, F150. No. I can't believe <laughs> it didn't last longer. <laughs> he said in shock and all. How dare you? Um, but it's like so we're we're gonna get rid of that and we're gonna try to buy a second truck hopefully or or uh, hire someone that's willing to use their truck and I just give them the equipment. But we'll we'll see where we get on that end of it. But it's like it suddenly becomes like okay, so I need to pay all of these things before I can start paying myself. And it's just like uh, but it's like we have opportunity for growth beyond anything that I could do by myself either. So it's like it's it's a weird. Uh, on the one side, you don't want to get too big to where you don't make money or, or grow too fast to where you don't make money, but you also don't want to miss out on revenue because you don't want to spend the money to grow. So it's it's a it's an interesting balance. Um, that's something that I'm we're we're running the numbers. This is the, also the time of the year where I'm not physically busy, but this is where we start pulling numbers like okay, what months were our most profitable months? Why were those months profitable? I have to start talking to my accountant for tax filings. Oh, you work off data. <laughs> Well, try to <laughs> it's not wow. yeah i had a actually it was funny because i was talking with blaine he sent me like a chart that like showed me like he'd actually done it on, on his own he's like hey this is what your numbers are this is what you're making from your general contract this is what you're making from your personal lawns this is what you're making from other uh, uh third well, he had it contract. broken up yeah yeah broken up he actually wow. gave me a pie chart too i was like i was like dude this is so awesome oh, i don't I like this. pie but pie charts are cool Wait. if they've got good numbers on them <laughs> If your pie charts are just like totally the negative, you're like, mm, maybe not. Double whammy. Yeah, but it is cool because like the the big goal for me this year um, was that I wanted to land like my own commercial contract. Like I have general contractors and I take care for commercial properties through them, but I actually got my own first commercial property, which is that HOA that we've we've mentioned bef- in previous podcasts, but it's actually funny because I was looking at it and according to that chart, you know that that uh. That one commercial contract was like 27% of our annual income, like, or sorry, weekly income, 27% of our uh, weekly income because we got them a little bit later in the season. But it's cool because it's like those things that you like, you make the move and then you see like actually the difference that that makes in your um, bottom line, so to speak. Also, I feel like I'm being really quiet, so uh, I'm going to edit that audio, I think. <clears throat> a little bit quiet, a little bit... Th- fast i am a little i do talk fast when i get excited it's actually multiple people like uh, again i it's no longer just me so like i'll have meetings with people and then i'll realize that i'm talking super fast when they're kind of like when i get this like confused see the confused look in their eyes it's like it's not that i mean to talk fast i just get excited and when i get excited i talk faster so i'm working on it 
But the, there's like a translation thing when you're talking into a microphone. It was like when I was doing musical theater. Ooh. When you talk fast or when you say a line really fast, to you it's not as bad. But by the time it translates through microphone and through everything else, it actually comes out really quickly. Yeah. And you can't understand anything. I could see that. So I was always getting yelled at to enunciate every letter. Uh, enunciating everything, trying to slow things down. It took years of looking into the audience at my director, doing the hands like, slow down, <laughs> slow down. So yeah. I seem, I do that sometimes to uh, yeah. my friends that like to talk too fast, and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Mm. And that's actually happened multiple times within the last two months. <laughs> and I was like, I need you to slow down. I, oh. I do not understand you legitimately. Yeah. I'm trying to. But even in normal talk, we're not even microphones here. Just like a normal talk, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't understand you. Wow. Okay. Of course, I'm also going deaf because I'm like oh. 95 years old. Okay. But it's okay. fine. It's like not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's chill. It's like chill. Man. Okay, when you say that, how am I supposed to respond to that? You're not. <laughs> That's because it sounded like a rhetorical <laughs> statement. <laughs> it was. It's fine. <laughs> Do you want me to say you're not old, Ethan? Is that what I was supposed to say? No, because now I feel like you're patronizing me. <laughs> Potentially. Um, so, speaking of the Ren Fair, though, yeah, draw draw it back for a second. Draw it. Um, I'm not a good drawer. We're gonna we're gonna circle back to it. There we go. That that corporate phrase. Um, we were going. I had an idea Saturday morning because I heard you leaving the house. I had not woken up yet by that point. I was in that like half awake, half asleep phase. Wow. I know. And you left at what? 8.30? Yeah. Yeah, the bank opened at 8.30. Oh. Had to go get, you had to go get to the bank. And I don't go to banks, but when you're doing a cash business, you need to have ones. Yeah. I had to get a ton of more bills because I like did ran you, out last did time. Did you bring like the, the steel briefcase and like <laughs> open up like, fill it up. I need 30 ones, please. 30? <laughs> I got a hundred ones. You got you got a hundred ones. <laughs> Man. Last time I, I took 88 total last time was not enough. Was a hundred enough? It, it, it wasn't just a hundred. It was like everything that was left over in the register plus an extra hundred. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I did get low at one point, but then yeah. I would ask people if they had ones, if I could take them. Because a lot of people would yep. give me 20s, so I had to break 20s all the time. Yeah. So when you're constantly breaking a 20... And the way that my pricing went is that a lot of times I was always giving back like $4, never five, four, which means I had to always give a ton of ones no matter like what combination they got. But the only answer is to either lower my price way lower, which I can't, or raise it way higher, which I'm not doing that either. So at least, at least not initially there. I wanted to wait. I want to try to really get my name out, which was good because it was cool. People told me uh, yesterday that when they walked in, the entrance, the person that was sitting there checking people in to come in had a bag of my candy. That's cool. So it was cool to see people walking around with my candy. I like that a lot. I love that they're going to the Ren Fair where they're munching on time, what's the word, time accurate snacks at the Ren Fair. It was time accurate because (laughs) it was uh, freeze dried candy is actually magic. So oh. the wizards were in the back. Were you, were you wearing a wizard hat? And I like, had a cauldron. You did. You're like, <laughs> I was stirring the skittles. Did in you the have back. like the thing in your sleeve, like you throw it and like flames would burst out? Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. And then just like freeze dried skittles, boom, there they yeah. are. Yeah. No. Of I, course, they would ask the question, "Where did the skittles come from?" But you know, skittles. You say, what are these <laughs> skittles? <laughs> Oh, you're telling me they don't date back to the Renaissance period? Apparently not. Um, Well, I guess I really don't know much about the Renaissance period. Malachi was asking me some questions, and I was like, I don't know. I'll never have to talk about this again, I bet. Now, what were you saying, Jonah? So, um... You wanted to talk about the Renaissance period? We're going to talk about the Renaissance period in (laughs) our uh, recurring segment, if you will. Of well, the gap was so I can put in my uh, the intro. (laughs) 
Got it. <laughs> this is good. This is going well. We'll just we're cut, doing so good. You'll just cut that all no, out. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Time for history with Ethan and Jonah. Okay. You think it's recurring too much? <laughs> I do think that maybe we'll take a break from the two, recurring history two, segment. Two for a people, while. two people were like, "I think the history part's great," and now we're like, "Oh, really? Let's we'll do it every let's episode. Triple down on it. <laughs> we're not doubling down. We're triple down." Yeah. Anyway, so, so Ethan, the real question is, how much do you know about the Renaissance? Well. <sighs> I don't know when the Renaissance even was. Oh. So let's just go ahead and say I don't know much. Okay. Actually, I don't know anything. Is is there supposed to be elves? There you know, elves are not normally part of the Renaissance. Well, then the Renaissance fair that I've been to is uh I guess not Actually, really. I do want to know a little bit about that. How many weird costumes were there at this fair? There were elves. There were other creatures. <laughs> there were knights. There were... There's a couple people on horses. Well, they do jousting, which I didn't oh, get to see because... see the jousting. Oh, okay. No, I was working. <laughs> okay. So I didn't get to see that. But I think really... There's some people dressed up as mushrooms, like they had mushroom caps on and stuff. Mushroom caps. Yeah, actually, it was, was kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like they had this mushroom hat on, a little mushroom outfit. I mean, it. You know, for all the terrible things, there were also lots of people in skirts. Hmm. Yeah, even the men. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, you know what? It sounds like you've you've you've, you've learned enough at the Ren Fair that um, I think we're we're just gonna ask you some some uh, questions, maybe go over some facts of the of the Renaissance and uh, and okay. uh, see where you at because you've been to the fair, so and it sounds definitely historically accurate. I think so. So let's let's see what let's see what you got. Um, Hit me. What was the favorite snack of the Renaissance period? Um, let me think. I, I had a thought. Oh, uh, I want to say stale bread. No. <laughs> it was just like that period of time where like, please, sir, give me some more. That's a little, little of the future. It's a little oh. bit before that. They didn't beg before. No, they didn't no. Beg Be- in the begging was only in the 1800s. No, oh. all Oliver Twist, which is what you're referencing, is actually ha- occurred in the 1800s in England. Well, I, I know yeah. that can't be true because I saw Mr. Tumnus at this thing. You saw Mr. Tumnus. Well, it was a man without his shirt on, with a hat that had horns, <laughs> wearing a <laughs> wearing a uh, goat pant bottom. You should have like so. run. You should have ran out from your booth like screaming, yelling, Mr. Tumnus! Mr. Tumnus, is that you? I told Malachi to go do it. He didn't want to do it. Wow. Of course, there was Come a on, weirdo without a shirt that's, on that was jumping up and down out yeah, there. Like, I, that's fair. I, I could see what no. But I was like, Mr. Tumnus. Well, so Malachi kind of made fun of him. But yeah, I mean, total Oliver Twist, right? I mean, like. That's the 1800s. Renaissance. Mr. Tumnus. When's the Renaissance from? Renaissance, if I'm not mistaken, was the 1400s to the, the 1600s. Who was alive during that period? No one now. <laughs> wow, Jonah. Inconsiderate for all of the Renaissance people. I don't think anyone is upset about it. <laughs> okay, uh, so let me, let me was it still Brad? Check myself. No, it was not. Oh. Um, I need to fact check myself on the uh, 14th to 17th century. So technically the 1300s to the 1600s. So I was <sighs> close. I wasn't completely I mean, wrong. A lot closer than I would have gotten. So, okay. The absolute favorite snack of the Renaissance time period was, it's really, you could say, the precursor to freeze drying. I Continue. <laughs> I love how much that upset you. <laughs> continue. It's pork rinds. How are pork rinds made, Jonah? They are fried in oil. 
Yeah. Really the precursor to freeze dried. To freeze dried candy, huh? Yeah. To freeze something below zero. I don't know why. Then through I a process of sublimation using a vacuum. Yeah. To get all the moisture out of it. It's called the oil is the vacuum. Hot oil. <laughs> Vacuums didn't exist, Jonah. I would know. I knew and know about the Renaissance then. period. Goats. No, goats were their lawnmowers, not their vacuums. Uh, I, I still think they, they could have been. But no, uh, pork rinds are... Well, have you ever... like You've had pork rinds, right? Maybe like once. Okay, I feel like you need to Microwaved. Oh, what? They come in a bag that looks like popcorn, and you chuck them in the microwave, and they turn into pork rinds. Okay, then you've not had the right <laughs> pork rinds. One. I'm just telling you. Two. Because I've had pork rinds, they smell and the disgusting. texture and consistency reminds me very much of freeze-dried candy. Because it crunches? No, it's like literally, it's okay, so it's fried, so it starts out like pork rinds like this big raw. And when they fry it, it expands like this big. And it's like, you know, they put their seasoning, whatever else on it. And it's basically, it's very airy. Very much like a, very much like freeze-dried candy. So, you know what? That's the only let's, similarity. Let's put, that, let's put that next question. And it's also got that crunch that freeze-dried candy has. So yeah. I'm just saying, let's let's put out a little poll. You know, let's not just have the disagreement between ourselves. Let's put out a little poll on Spotify. We'll add it on to the one from earlier. And that is... <laughs> Pork rinds, are they similar to freeze-dried candy or not? Not so much the flavor, but the texture and consistency. Great. That's what I want. I want to draw a comparison to pork rinds. <laughs> the thing that when I smell them, I about lose my marbles. I think you need to try Well, at least the, the right microwaved ones. ones. The microwave yeah, ones. The microwave when ones. someone puts those in and they open that bag up, oh, I could about sound, hurl. Yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. People love them. Okay. I did not. <sighs> I thought they were so gross. Another. Uh, do you want me to ask the question? Or just share share some of these facts. Well, ask me a question. We'll see what happens. Okay. So at the time, there's there's. Uh, I don't know how to ask this one. Were women encouraged to play stringed instruments or wind instruments in the Renaissance period? You mean a woman? A woman. Oh, okay. Uh, so were they encouraged to play string or wind? Okay. I don't want this to sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't... Honestly, at this time, I don't know how people felt. So uh-huh. maybe they weren't encouraged to do either? Oh, well, they were encouraged to do one or the other. Oh, they were? Yeah. Um. Okay, this is also going to sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say wind instruments because they have a lot of hot air to push through the wind instruments not these are not my thoughts these are not my thoughts these these are renaissance period thoughts i'm i'm simply trying to get into character of how they thought again not i want to clarify here not how i feel but the question was asked of me and I feel that I must answer the question. In the way that they would have thought in that time. Yeah, I'm just trying to go off what this. So was I right? No, they were encouraged to play the stringed instruments. They Why? thought that playing wind instruments made them look unattractive. Well, <laughs> you ever see someone play the trumpet? <laughs> Especially if they're using the wrong like curvature on their lips and the airflow. Because they'll blow their cheeks out. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, you're but, not supposed to do that. No, okay. no. Oh, no, that's terrible. You're not supposed to do that. But if you're an inexperienced trumpet player, your cheeks bubble up like that, and then it does look really unattractive. (laughs) Oh, so it's women women that decided this, not men. No, no, no. They were... Wait. The men decided this for the women? Women were told. I'm not... It did not specify who told them. I'm not sure if it was other women or men, but like, don't... No, don't play the wind instruments. Play the string instruments. This whole so. thing's interesting. I play a stringed instrument. <laughs> <laughs> and a wind instrument. Oh, you play trumpet? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Why yeah. haven't you why haven't you, why didn't you bring that? Actually, that? I couldn't find it. Oh, really? I have not uh, I don't know where my trumpet went. I lost it somewhere and I thought I couldn't find it. I tried to find it at my mom's house. I couldn't find it anywhere, so that's gone forever. <laughs> I wasn't the best at trumpet, but I did like playing trumpet. That's fair. It was a long time ago. All right. Next question would be, 
What does the term Giovanni mean? Um, so I want to sidebar here real quick, okay? So while I was in Florida, I <laughs> ate at this Korean street food place okay. before I had to go to the airport. And I met the owner. His name was Giovanni. Mm-hmm. And he's 19 years old. He went over to Korea on a high school trip, loved the street food, came wow. back and said, I want to start a restaurant here. Wow. And I was, so I was just talking to, so I saw on TikTok and it, it didn't blow up or anything, but when I was in Orlando on TikTok, I was getting these videos mm-hmm. of Orlando things to do. So I saw this restaurant and I was like, okay, I got to give it a shot. So the guy talked about the owner being 19 and everything. So when I saw him walking around and it was cool because he was like helping people, asking if they needed anything, you know, like, yeah, it's his business. You know, he's like, you need some napkins? Yeah, sure. I'll get you like that. It was, it's very different than the people that are like so up the top. They don't go to their own restaurants. They don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's cool to yeah. see him in it. So he comes over and asks how my food is, which by the way, it was amazing. I left him a five-star review. That's it was awesome. super cool. So I was just asking him questions because now that I'm starting a business, I'm just interested. Like, how did this come about? Like, mm-hmm. who did you get to invest? Because he had a, like, he had a whole, and maybe we'll post pictures on Instagram, but he had a whole, like, shop and chair. Like, it wasn't yeah. just like a, a little stand. It was a dedicated spot in this strip spot, the strip mall or whatever these things are yeah. here. It looked good. And he did all the artwork on the walls and the floors and everything himself. Wow. Yeah. He said it took him weeks came in every day and doing this artwork. So I'm just asking the story. He got his his dad invested. I, th- I think just his dad. Hmm. Mortgage's house. And I was like, man, he really believes in you. He's like, yeah, yeah, he does. And I was like, it's really cool to see that you're 19 and you're just going for it. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> you know, like that that kind of. Nice. He's like, yeah, you just you just gotta do it. You know, what I mean, like it's it's not that hard. Or you know, these people are always like that. I'm like, yeah, but what you don't realize is that actually executing 90% of the people can't or won't do. They'll talk about it and they'll never execute it. So I'm like, it's cool that you're executing it. And now here we are and I'm eating at your restaurant mm-hmm. that didn't exist a year ago or whatever. Well, it, it's, yeah, I, I think it's cool. Like when you, when you go into like executing something like that and it's, it, it's always interesting because it's like everyone like the first six months like ah it's not going anywhere and then it's like once you start you know like getting to that year two years and I'm like oh hey this this guy's got traction so it's it's cool for him to have gotten to that point yeah he's got employees man he's yeah. got workers and he's got things he's got to take care of and he's got a building he's got I mean super super good my favorite thing I'm not gonna pronounce it right it's like a hotuk hotuk it's basically like a Korean pancake and they can put. They put either savory stuff in it or sweet stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like a crepe. Mm. So the first one I got was a chicken inside of it and ranch. Oh, it was so good. That sounds good. And then I got what's called a a milky, which is like a carbonated milk soda thing, but it wasn't milk. It was more like a yogurt carbonation thing. That was good. Yeah. I got like a boba thing, but it wasn't tea, but it was like, it was like a Sprite base mm-hmm. carbonation everything and they put a popsicle inside of it and it interesting oh yeah. that was good and there's yeah. boba at the bottom and then i got another pancake thing and i got it it had nutella spread on it and then oh. it had an ice cream sandwich inside of it so you had the hot pancake mixed with the cold ice cream sandwich. it was honestly so you- i didn't need all the food but i kept eating it because i was oh. like i had to try more things yeah and so- i got cream corn or cheese corn which was literally just corn with tons of cheese that was just melted and gooey, and hmm. it was delicious. So the question that I have from that description, because all of that sounds amazing. It was. Uh, are you becoming more warm towards Nutella? It's, it's funny. I almost didn't get it because they said it had Nutella on it. I didn't realize <laughs> it did. And I was like, I don't think I like Nutella. But I don't think it really tasted it. Really? Or, okay. or I'm just okay with it so now, and maybe I should try it. For- it, it was yeah. it was so good. Yeah. The cold and hot combination is really that. special. Yeah. When you can combine ice cream, so it's like combining a warm brownie with cold ice cream. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. I don't mean to off track so much, but That's... his name was Giovanni. Ah. So 
when I left the five-star review, I was going to put his name. I was not sure how to spell it, so I didn't put his name. <laughs> but you said uh, that yes. your question on the Renaissance was something about Giovanni. Yes. What does it, the term Giovanni so, uh, mean? So what's the term Giovanni mean? Giov- I mean, that's a pretty good answer right there, you know. It means entrepreneur. <laughs> well, I normally when I think of Giovanni, I'm thinking of almost like Italian. That's my first initial thought. That's good. Yeah, like you're Giovanni. On, you're on the right track there, yeah. Uh, so maybe it means Italian meatballs? <laughs> Actually, it means Italian knuckleheads. Does it really? <laughs> so by that, and uh, so basically... Uh, back in this time period, the guys that were like in their like early, like late teens, early twenties, they were called Giovannis, and that meant that they were the rabble rousers running around, causing problems, graffiti, and all that, all that good stuff. They were called Giovannis. Oh, Italian knuckleheads. I was not, I, honestly, I wasn't that far off. Uh, total wild guy. You could have called them like Italian meatballs. Like yeah, but you mean about the meatballs? You oh, know what I'm saying? I could have, but. So I was I feel pretty good about my answer, <laughs> honestly knowing Wait, nothing. Which, which one? The meatballs thing. <laughs> I feel good about that. I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling good. All right. So back. So we're gonna stay with the with Italy for these questions. Oh wow. <clears throat> Still Renaissance. So, yeah. Well, Italy had a Renaissance? Renaissance. Renaissance started in Italy. Wasn't Renaissance just America? <laughs> Does this sound like a very uh, self-absorbed American thing to say? <laughs> I'm gonna say I feel like. Has an American been around since ever, and we like always a, had a, a Renaissance? Historical European thing. We're going to turn into a pro America. <laughs> I'm okay with that, actually. I'm joking, guys. I'm not joking, Jordan. Oh. Uh, so, what was your Italian? Your next thing. So there's a city, the city of Florence, which. Um, Florence, Kentucky. <laughs> in America. Indiana, actually. It's Kentucky, isn't it? Oh, I was just I was just throwing Indiana in there. Oh, I see what you're doing. Gary, Indiana, Gary. There's a Lexington, Kentucky. There's also a Lexington, Indiana. Yeah, that is a bit weird. And there's just like there's all these like little. It's almost like Indiana and Kentucky are got a bit of a rivalry. They do. So anyway, um, in the city of Florence, there were uh, approximately one church every three hundred feet. The question is, how many churches do you think there are in the city of, of Florence? I could have flipped that question and said there is this many, mm. but I think this this is a so every three hundred feet. Every three hundred feet, there was a church one one in church the city of Florence. Okay, I want to pull my calculator real quick. <laughs> I'm just gonna do some basic math. Um, it's called Google. No, I'm just gonna say. Um. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, five hundred twenty-three. I think, that, I think that's too much. <laughs> there, there are sixty churches in. There were sixty churches in Florence. So, that's Florence is not as big as I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a tough question, though. That was there's yeah, that would have been hard to get right. Sixty, yeah. Honestly, probably my next guess. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah, like I said, the rest of it, this they're they're pretty much. Um, I just have facts at this point. I don't know how that you could turn them into questions. Like, there, there's no chance for you winning. And you know what? As much as I love c- telling you that you're wrong, that's probably not the best for entertainment purposes. That's true. So, true or false? <laughs> <laughs> you already told me they're facts. <laughs> so I'm going to go true. False. You're wrong. <laughs> and we're back. Anyway. Um, approximately one in eight women in Florence were nuns. Okay. Considering there are 60 churches, I'm going to say that's true. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't have much here. Are all these churches Catholic? Yes, for the most part. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Renaissance was the time where like the Catholics kind of fell out of popularity and they kind of like started to separate off into their own little churches and the Protestant Reformation happened in this time period and so on and so forth. Of course. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what when someone saying? says so on and so forth, that means you just run with it. I don't want to give you any more I can't give you any more <laughs> details or information regarding what you've just asked me. So, etc., etc., etc. So, apparently, during this time period, it was a law that you could not spend more than a certain percentage of your, like, income 
on on the wedding. Like you you were limited by the government on how much you could spend on a wedding. Oh. So I wonder what that amount was. And I, really I wonder with inflation and everything else, like what would it, it would equate to in today's dollars? I, I do kind of want to know. That'd be really interesting. Yeah. Because well, I'm Googling, you know, just just fill in that. Yeah, sure. I'll just do some filler. So on and so forth. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> Sojourney, Sojourn, Sigourney Weaver. So the thing I'm thinking is I'd be okay with this because I feel like, look, I want, <laughs> let me just clarify something here. <laughs> I want my wife to have whatever wedding she wants to have, but. I also am a firm believer that I don't think you have to spend a ton of money on a wedding, but it's, it's totally preference on, on who it is. Right. Cause mm-hmm. I, I could, like I've always talked about doing like nacho cheese aisles and, you know, just doing like a slip and slide in the nacho cheese. And, Wait, what? Yeah. Like a bunch of awesome things that no one's done for their wedding. Cause that'd be super sick. A that costs money. For nacho cheese, though. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like a slip and slide. You'd put a little suit on. You'd be covered in nacho cheese. Oh. You slip and slide, and then you sit down, and why people can take their chips and uh, scoop the cheese off of you and eat it. Why don't you just do a nacho <laughs> cheese fountain? Because that's lame and boring. And or, I want to slide. Just not I want to slide to the altar <laughs> in nacho cheese sauce. Can you imagine the smell of just slowly? Oh, that would be terrible. Yeah, I right. definitely wouldn't do that in a church, I guess. I'd have to do it outside. So, ew, outside. Think about all the insects. In the, okay, I didn't think... Let's just say I haven't thought this through. The point is, I could think of a couple extravagant wedding ideas. Apparently, the most extravagant was uh, Lorenzo de Medi- Medici. I don't think I said that right. Medici? Mariachi, I believe. Medi- is. <laughs> Medi- Medici, I believe. Anyway, Lorenzo's wedding. <laughs> Lorenzo, you know Lorenzo? Oh, Lorenzo! I know yeah, that Lorenzo. Guy. Okay. Uh, He's a stinking Giovanni. His wedding lasted over three days and included five different banquets. Wow. That was his wedding. I mean, I want to know more about that, but anyway. so <clears throat> Must have been high up in power. Uh, the Medici's were, were uh, the, the power family. They were, like, they were the, the powerful family of Italy for oh. uh, much of the Renaissance period. Well, they were, they were cool because they were like legitimate... But they were also the crime family, so they they had both elements. So they you got to do it all, you know. <laughs> and they're both also le- Catholic, but anyway, both legit and crime. Yeah. So what did you find out? About I couldn't find an actual number. The, the it, it require okay. I, it require more research than I think would probably be worth it on. This yeah, podcast, that's true. Either way, it's just an interesting fact to know that they were limited. And then also, my last fact, they were limited. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Mm. But I was going to say, I have one last fact, and then we should probably wrap it up for for this episode. And that is, apparently, back in this time period, the entertaining room was not the living room. It was your bedroom. Like, everyone that came to visit sat down in your bedroom. (laughs) All right, everyone crowd around. (laughs) Like, what? I don't understand it, but yeah, it was the main... But there's a giant bed in the room. Like That that means there's less seating. Mm -hmm. Unless people are sitting on your bed. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. The only way that becomes an entertainment room is if it's a waterbed. Because then you kind of treat it like a trampoline. You got kids up on there. They're doing the wave, you know. Have I mentioned that I, I, I went one time I was with my family. We were going on a trip back when I was younger. And we we, uh, we went to this ski, uh, not resort. It's not the word. Ski lodge. There we go. Ski lodge. And the room that was assigned to my parents and myself, because I was, I was much younger, uh, was a waterbed. Yes. The heat did not work great at that ski lodge. It was it was like it was super cold in the room. Yes. And the waterbed was like very cold. And yes. The, the heater for that did not work. Yes. No, that's not good. That's all. I love everything you said so far. Cold bed. No, a cold waterbed. Oh, it's beautiful. In like below zero weather. Below zero. It was not worth it. Oh, I don't know. It's below zero. Yeah. I mean, I I love my room being freezing cold. You know, like when you jump on the water bed and it's a solid block of ice. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I actually don't think it's water. 
Because if it was water, it literally would have been frozen, right? Yeah. So it's probably like some kind of solution mixed something. I'm sure they probably put Maybe. some solution in there. I, I, don't, I don't know, but my parents had a water bed when I was younger. Scenario. It was amazing. Really? I mean, I got launched off when I was a child, <laughs> legitimately. My dad plopped it on the side and I went flying as a baby. That's a real story. I could see why your parents loved that water bed. <laughs> my, my dog caught, I landed on the dog. So that was good. The dog broke my fall. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> no, it was good. The dog saved me. Was the dog alive? Yeah. No, no, the dog was dead sitting there, and I fell on the dog. No, I'm saying, did you? Did, did, I didn't did the kill fall? the dog. Because well, it's like, because if, if you were launched off the bed, wait, how big of a dog are we talking here? It was a big dog. It was a mutt. Okay. It's a, like, it's, well, look, who, it's a not, mutt, then who cares? Let's, get caught, let's not get caught up in the logistics, okay? It happened. It was funny. I laugh I, about it. I don't uh, remember okay. it because I was a baby. Okay. But you, water beds. You, you laughed about. It. I I just think water beds are awesome. Okay. I mean, not practical at all. You can't move it. There is no underbed storage because <laughs> it's a water bed, yeah, right? So yeah. it goes to the floor. But I don't know. I think that was a trend. I wouldn't mind seeing come back, maybe. But I think. Uh, yeah. Why did I don't that know. trend go away? Well, it's probably terrible for your back as well. I mean, I could see that. <laughs> there's a bunch of things that are probably terrible about it. But I just I kind of wish I. Uh, could at least try one again because I thought they were fun. Well, mm. I'll tell you what. Before we wrap up, mm-hmm. I do have one thing. I need to put. I need to put my family on to something here. A little podcast family. Oh, I need I'm to put here. you guys on November thirteenth, fourteenth, or fifteenth. I can't remember. Twelfth. November twelfth through the fifteenth. One of those possible days. Chick Fil A is bringing <laughs> back the peppermint milkshake. Not only does Chick-fil-A have the best milkshakes in the fast food game, mm-hmm. but bar none, the best flavored milkshake in the fast food game is the Chick-fil-A peppermint milkshake. I love it so much. When it's out, I almost go every single week and every make sure I get one because I get so upset. And and what I would love, any listeners out there, if you guys have a pseudo- Chick-fil-A peppermint milkshake like recipe, I would love to give it a shot and to hear about it. I just, I adore this milkshake. And there's something, the peppermint, oh, it's just so good. Just thinking about it, I'm salivating. So do yourself a favor. If you haven't tried it, please try it. Unless, of course, if you don't like peppermint. But if you're okay with mint or peppermint, it is absolutely amazing. I Mm -hmm. cannot suggest it enough. And you need to get you some. <laughs> get you some. That's, that's the, Was that's that a the, Texas accent? No, it's, it's, the new, it's the new section we're calling us. You need to go and get you some. Get you some. Get, okay. get you we're some. Calling, oh, we're calling this new segment Get You Some. <laughs> get you some, get okay? You some. Get you some. Have Just you like, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, get you some of this Korean street food in Orlando, Florida. It was good. It was called K-Bob's. That sounds like a very expensive flight down there for <laughs> actually, one meal. Actually, actually. Spirit Airlines, mm-hmm. you can get like a round trip for less than hundred bucks. Nice, okay. directly from Louisville. Okay, yeah, and actually, Ooh. and actually, I think I, Isaiah was able to even get one for like twenty bucks. I don't know how. I don't know if there's some coupon or something. Either way, Spirit does direct flights, yeah. and it's actually pretty cheap. So what you're telling me is that we need to go here one of these weekends in the future. We could spend a day or two in Orlando. Get we totally good, could. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm in. Honestly, yeah. winter time, it'll be some we'll, heat down there. We'll, we'll sell a couple other tickets so that you know, for all, all our biggest fans, they can. <laughs> they can go on yeah, guys, let's just all fly down <laughs> to Orlando for the weekend. There Why we not? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, okay. it's not. And uh, we'll try a couple different places. We probably won't do Disney World because we're not all millionaires, because <laughs> that's what it's taking nowadays. But uh, we can do a couple different things. Yeah. I think it'd be I'd fun. Be, I'd, yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, let's do it, man. Deal. Guys, thanks for listening. Let us know in the polls, in the yeah. comment section. <laughs> we got a couple polls going, I think. We're going to... Pork grinds. Pork grinds. We got a poll for the how often you want to hear us talk about stuff. Yeah. So, thanks for listening. We hope that you guys are enjoying all of the work that Jonah's putting into the different segments, the different sounds. I know I'm enjoying listening back to it. I think it's really good. So. I enjoy it. I like it. <laughs> I have to to so we hope you guys are enjoying it. We're glad to do it. 
and we will see you next time on the flip side. <laughs> I think somebody has that trademarked. Yeah, SeaWorld. 